Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair, sit on your knees, for we have a story to tell you that we are still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. And my name is Gabriel Moses, and we are super happy to be here super with you, happy, as super, always. Super happy, super happy. And thank you for joining us, wherever you may be. That's right. Soupy. It always makes me think of chicken soup. Sorry. What's that commercial? Cream of mushroom soup, maybe. What was it? Super Appliance? or I think it was called Super Appliance. Do you remember those commercials from back the 80s, 90s? Vaguely. Oh, that's super. That They'd is. They'd be talking about having someone come and fix their washing machine. Yeah. Right at the, you know, nowadays nobody does that. They just throw them out and move on about the, to the new one. Back in the day, you actually, you actually used to try to hang on to your stuff, and it was actually worth hanging on to. Spoiled. And you'd have somebody come out and fix it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was called Super Appliance. That and does then, sound Then familiar. they would always have this lady at the end that would say, Oh, that's super. <laughs> <laughs> would have been better if they'd have said, Oh, that's soupy. Super cheesy. Soupy cheese. Soupy cheese. Soupy cheesy. That sounds like a delicious oh, soup. That's super. Oh, I'm going to yeah. go do that right now. Let me call Super Appliance. Super Appliance. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, we had a, uh, so you've got, you brought two of your posse over today. I did. I did. To record. We're, we're actually, we, we try not to timestamp these things because Miles doesn't like it whenever we do that. But. So we're just breaking that rule. I mean, right it's now. Good Friday right now. We, we got to say that it's Good Friday. Today we gotta is say Good Friday. We got to say that we're recording on Good Friday. We're mm. closed at the office. And uh, I mean, as a loan officer, we're never actually truly closed. Right. And so, no. but, you know, the office, we're not working out of the office today. So kind of working out of our houses and, and whatnot. And so we're getting to wherever record. Wherever we may be. Yep. Or wherever we may be. So we're getting to record here on this Good Friday. And uh, it's peaceful. It's just, God, when you think about the day, when you think about what Christ has done and what he did and what this day symbolizes and represents. and The fun of it is that you can't comprehend it, right? No. But you can try. You can't deserve it. I try to comprehend it. I've always tried the, 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 the depth or the impact of what was done. I, every time I take communion at church, I, um, I, my mind, my heart goes to a mm-hmm. place right there at the foot of the cross when Jesus was being crucified. Mm-hmm. Every time, Henry, and I, I it'll can, drop you. You know, I can kind of hear the movement of the rocks underneath my mm-hmm. hands and feet and knees, and um, and then of course at some point during communion, I look up and I see him up there, and I mean I can't still comprehend it because I'm just a silly little human, mm-hmm. but I try and I just let that hit me, and then of course. Then, of course, my heart is so set for worship or a sermon, depending on when we took the communion. I tell you, I was watching. So I've watched Passion of the Christ one time. Mm-hmm. And you're a novice. Uh, I, I can't hardly take it. I, I mean, watch. it's not the scenes themselves, man. I've seen some gory stuff. That doesn't, I, could, I could be eating and watch nasty stuff, body parts. Being blown yeah. away by Chuck Norris and all that, you know, yeah. whatever. Yes. You know, Kill Bill, crazy. Oh you know, who Yikes. knows? Right, cheesy. Yikes. But um and not just just, just rough stuff. Whatever, I'm eating my food. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's that's not what it's about. That's not what gets me on that. I just it just whips me. I mean, it, it beats yeah. me into the ground. Yes. I just no, it makes it, me want to so I was at at um I was at prayer meeting on Tuesday, the monthly prayer meeting. And uh and and Pastor Stan pulled up a video clip that he's playing this Sunday, which is going to be Easter. I know, I know, we're Time you know this right, but right. um, but he's going to play this, and it's a black and white. He made it black and white because it's it's a little easier for you know. There's going to be kids in that mm-hmm. to watch oh. in black and white. Okay, even so, was it a, it just was it a clip from the movie? Yes, and just watching it, I was. Well, and I you, could barely look. I had to keep glancing it because it was just killing me that that he would do that. If you hear Mel Gibson tell it, he says that 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 was the actual edited down version. Yeah, 
that it was that their original yeah. version was far worse yeah. because it's what happened. Mm-hmm. But for for viewers, it might be too much to take. And I'll never forget sitting there in that theater crying my eyes out. Oh, no out question. Yeah. At what I saw. And it wasn't the full depiction of what really happened. But the closest thing we've ever seen. Yes. By far. Yeah. And it just, even that is, is he just, you know, oh, how I love Jesus. Yep. Because he first loved me, you know. Oh, I'm trying not to just break down right now thinking it's about hard. it. I mean, it just, we just don't deserve it. No. There's nothing we can do to deserve it. And yet, because he loved us so much, because he is love. Oh, You know, it makes me think of that movie, Monte Cristo, The Count of Monte Mm -hmm. Cristo. Same actor. Jim Caviezel. Yep. Yep. I love that part on there where the the guy who was in prison with him is, you know, telling him his name is Priest. He calls him Priest. Mm -hmm. And you know where I'm going with this, but Mm -hmm. maybe the listener doesn't. But the priest is dying there in prison. And um, Jim Caviezel's going to get out. He's, or He's, or he's at that moment, he's just losing his friend really and he's like go find this treasure and he's like no i'll use it for evil surely and he's like no use it for good only for good and uh, then um the priest references something about god and he says i don't believe in god and i can't even get there without choking up but then the priest responds to him it doesn't matter he believes in you and I mean, I can't take it on that part. You're just, we, we're so ridiculous. Humans are ridiculous. But we're created in his image. We love him. And he loves us. And we love him as best we can possibly know how. Mm. And going through life without loving him, it, you could see why the world is in the state that it is right now. Yeah, yeah. This is what it leads to a debased mind, you know, oh. just to, just to, just to, because your heart is, is tainted. It's broken. You're ultimately going to walk in the darkness of a broken heart when you walk without the sacrifice and the healing that comes from the sacrifice of Christ. Oh, yeah. As I was talking to a, a realtor and a friend of mine. And um, a little bit ago, and he said, Gabe, are y'all open today? I said, oh, no, no, we're not open today. And he goes, he goes, that's, it's just refreshing because so many uh, companies don't recognize Good Friday anymore. Mm-hmm. They're still open. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, we are closed. Yeah. I got hit up by a realtor today. And the first thing she said right was, I'm so sorry to bother you on Good Friday. I love it. And it was just. I was like, you know what? That makes me want to respond to you, stat. You are my sister. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, not, I like to give good service all the time, but man, like, my sister in Christ needs something. It's it's just like. Who who is it? Give me uh, the first name. Loretta Loretta Forbes. Okay. Yep. I guess I've never. Oh, she's a sweetheart. She's she's very a recognition sweet. of what was just done it was just a little over two thousand years ago. Well, who was yours? I mean, you got to hit me with yours, then. Tim, Tim Soto. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tim was Tim was talking to me, and he said that, and I, I yeah. You know, it's just refreshing when you hear people yeah. recognize and yep. acknowledge God, because of course mm. you and I love Him. We're Christians, but you know, would be nothing people, without Him. People in the world who don't, brother, brother I wouldn't want to live. I mean, I just would not, I wouldn't be alive. There's no way I would be alive today without God. They're just no. not. They're just not. No, I know of several happen. times he saved my life physically. Yeah. Then, of course, rebirth. Mm-hmm. Rebirth, skillet, rebirth. And now I want to live my life for you and you alone. Come on. You didn't even jump in with me. Free for the first time now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the girl's part. Free for the first time now. <laughs> oh, I love it. Gonna give everything. <laughs> Is that Corey, his wife? Uh, wow. Yeah. Actually, I think it's the drummer that's the backup vocals. So, yeah. oh, okay. I was yeah. like, okay, so I'll be John Cooper and you can be Corey. <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm willing to take one for the team. <laughs> uh, but just rebirth, rebirth, and then your life, your soul yeah. is saved. But yeah, yeah, why would you live? You you can't you can't know life until you know God. You can't understand it. You do not understand. You do not know. Yeah, that song. How do I live without you? Like, oh my goodness. The true. How do I live without you? Is Christ. You know what I love about that? That's true. How could I breathe without you? I want to know. like no. Yeah. If you apply that to Christ, yeah, those lyrics ring true. Now he applied to a person, man. Ah, uh, they gonna let you down. There's gonna be a time when you're gonna be like, I wrote that song for that person. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but God, it'll always. Carrie has songs um, that were secular songs written for you know this this guy or this girl, mm. and her heart always translates them to God, mm -hmm. and that is if it's her and God, and uh, I love that because that's you know that's mm. that's the way people speak about their boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife in these songs. They're passionate. They're passionate about them. And uh, this is the passion for God that we should have. Mm -hmm. And that you grow to have the more he moves in your life, the more he mm -hmm. pulls you out of the fire, the more he does something awesome. And you're like, only you, God, only you could have done that. That's how my that's how a lot of my relationship was, was restored with God was the day that he put it on my heart. Yo, I've always been there. I've always taken care of you and I've moved the puzzle pieces around. I've moved the pieces so that this thing would happen, that thing would happen, this thing. And you look at it and you go, golly, nobody could be brilliant enough to orchestrate this. A team of the smartest mm -hmm. people couldn't be brilliant enough to orchestrate this. It had to be God. And he, it's, it's ridiculous that he has to reinforce our faith, don't you think? I hate that. I hate it when my faith has to be reinforced by God. It's embarrassing to me. Why do I need that? Because we're broken. And I like I, mean, I need it less and less for the record. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's a discipline and and all that, but I mean, we're we're a broken creature and a broken species and that's never going to be not true. Mhm. Mm you know, so I think just I think just humbling ourselves to the point that we understand that there are going to be times. Yeah. Yep. Are are that. But and speaking of broken, Psalm 51. Oh, we're rolling. Verse 17. The oh. sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken heart, a broken and contrite heart, O oh God, you will not despise. And this is actually going to be part of the bigger reading here in a little bit. We're going to, mm -hmm. we're going to, we will read the whole Part chapter of, of that. Mm -hmm. But when you think of it, I just love the idea of a broken spirit. And it's funny. Yes. It's funny. A lot of people, oh, no, it's all about the joy and it's all about the this. No, no, there is a time. You know, you think of Corinthians. I think it's Second Corinthians that's talking about casting your brother out uh, to the devil so that his soul might be saved. What do you think is going to happen in that moment? What do you think the idea of that is? Not joy. Right. And it's not joy. <laughs> it's the sacrifices of God. And I can't wait to read this whole chapter because it's powerful, but, but the sacrifices of God are broken spirit. Cause in that David's talking about, I could make a physical sacrifice. You know, back then they were doing the sacrifices on the altar. And he's like, mm -hmm. no, that's not what you want. What you want is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh, God, you will not despise. Yeah. If he's not despising it, it means he's loving it. Come to me with your broken spirit. Come to me with your broken and contrite heart. That's what it's all about. That's why David was a man after God's own heart. Yeah. Because he writes stuff like that, you know, for all the mistakes yeah. he makes. He says, a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, you won't despise. That's the attitude that we should go to God with when we sin. Yeah. And I mean any kind of sin. Yeah. If you're just like, God, I'm sorry about that. Please forgive me. 
I'll do my best not to do it again. That reminds me of my kid. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, it sounds like a kid. I'm like, don't give me that nonsense. Yeah, don't give me that stuff. That that's your. Don't your, say that. To they me. call that lip service. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm like, pay, don't give me no lip service. You paint it lip service. And yeah. then we got to get into practice. You practice doing right, and then you understand it. Yeah. And then you have wisdom. Yeah. But man, I hate all oh, when the kids will apologize for something to each other, to me, or to Carrie. I'm like, stop it. But I let them do it because they got to learn. Oh, well, yeah, know, it's practicing that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are probably times that God's like, stop it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't come to me with. Okay, try it again. And let's do it from the heart. Do it from the heart. A broken and contrite heart. There it is. There it you is. will not despise. I don't even know what contrite means, but I kind of do. Yeah. I, that's so funny. I'm, I'm, I'm Apologetic, sitting. you know. Oh, okay, okay. I love the broken heart. The broken heart, is it's deeper. Yeah. It's deeper. It's we should have a broken level. heart when we when we sin. Well, I like, and, and, and more to elaborate on it more, what I'm saying, yes, yes to that. But like the broken heart, whenever life has truly broken a person, yeah, like not, not something sad happened to yeah. him, but like a series of things over the course of time breaks a person. They tend to be able to see better who God is mm-hmm. and that they truly need him. These, these people, some of them are geniuses. Yeah. And they think they don't need it, God. They think they've they are they are genius. Mm. I'm like, no, no, you're not as smart as you may be compared to me. You're an idiot next to him. You are a sheep. Yeah. You're not a brilliant genius. You're not. You just look like one because you're standing next to me. That don't make you a genius, my friend. You know, going yeah, going through a breaking is tough. Oh yeah. I mean it's hard. And, and, it and in the moment we may time. not like it. But when it's done. Yeah. You know, I think about it like this. That's why people If somebody's bone I was listening to Jace Robertson, then we need to get to your scripture. But I was listening yeah. to Jace Robertson talking the other day about how he broke his arm when he was a kid and and or he hurt his arm. Okay. So he hurt his arm and for two days, Miss Kay, his mom was like, oh, you know, it, it's okay. It'll be all right. You know, just be careful. Let it heal up. She didn't, you know, she didn't know. She yeah. just thought he hurt his arm. And so Phil came home. <laughs> I guess he'd been gone for a couple of days. He came home and and Jay showed him. Was like, yeah, I hurt my arm. Told him I hurt my arm, Dad. And <laughs> and uh, Phil said, and and Kay said, yeah, it's it's all right. He'll be okay. <laughs> And uh, and and Phil said, "Come over here. Let me look." <laughs> Came over there, and Phil said, uh, "Yeah, it's broken in two places. <laughs> oh, no. We need to take this boy to the doctor." Uh, <laughs> and so they uh, get to the doctor, uh, and Jay said, "The worst part was is they had to re-break it to to set it right so it would heal right." What a gnarly feeling! That oh would be. my! I've gosh. never experienced. I have to have yeah. I haven't had a broken bone, right? So I don't know, but well, let alone have to re-break it. No, I've never had a like deliberately bone. letting someone. But but yeah. So he, but it had to be oh. broken. It had to be rebroken so it would heal right. Yeah. If your heart gets broken, it heals wrong. It's going to have to get rebroken by God. A broken heart and a contrite spirit. Interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting. God's going to have to re-break that for you. Help you to heal it right when you take it to him. But it's a great thing. Yeah. It's a great break. All right, what you got on yours? All right. I'm going to throw one you may recognize. You hit me with a little drawing 316. That's so funny because in my mind I was like, I'm going to say... Genesis chapter one verse one, and then I'm gonna start quoting John three sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Genesis chapter one, verse one, two, and part of three. I think. Obviously, we all know it at the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Mm. The earth was without uh, form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. Mm. And the Spirit of God hovered over the water. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. 
why do I pick that? Mm. I mean, first of all, you know, all humanity at some point or another does wonder how we get here. What happened? What I what just, was the history? Just, it's awe inspiring to hear that. Just to it, it almost is. takes you to that to that, to that moment. moment. Yeah. It does. There's something about it. We read the Bible constantly. Yeah. How many times do we go back and read Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3? But every time I read that, it gets me. Yeah. I can't, I can see, it, it, it paints such a good picture. Darkness was over the deep. Um, and God, the Spirit of God, hovered over the face of the water. So the whole world envision? was covered in water, and it was dark. That? Yeah, it's dark. The whole world is covered with water. Which, by the way, I I hate to say it. I was telling Carrie earlier that kind of kills the Big Bang theory. Because, <laughs> because right. I mean, think about it. First, it says, you know, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The heavens and the earth. The heavens and the earth. Then. People say when God said, let there be light, that's when uh, all the universe, everything Mm -hmm. was all together and it exploded Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. of it went in an outward direction from that center focal point. Well, because in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then in in verse three, it says, he said, and God said, let there be light. That happened after. Yeah, here's something interesting. I just throwing that out there. That Jace, to go along with that, Jace was actually talking about in this last podcast. Uh, the light was created right there on the first day, right? Yeah. Let there be light, right? And God, uh, what and day were the sun and the stars created? Ooh. On the fourth day. Ooh. Ooh. How interesting is that? That's very interesting. Yeah. So the. Golly. So, and that's what I so love. So the light about. was made to exist, Before. spoken from the word of God, from the very voice of so God. So could this be the light of his hymn? Could it be that? Or yeah, could light be... was created at that point, right? I Interesting. I'm gonna, now i got to go yeah. read, read some more. But, dude, there's a lot of there's stuff there. There's something to ponder. I mean, God is huge. God is mad. His ways are so much higher. I just appreciate that about him. Now you can sit there and say, oh, there's no way the light could exist without the sun. The That's a that. small mind. You know, go flip or on a, a blind go flip on a mind. flashlight and you're gonna have light without the sun or the moon or the stars. You know? It's a blind mind. Yeah. You don't understand. And the Bible says, first gain knowledge, then gain understanding, then comes wisdom. Then came the baby in the baby carriage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like you're saying a little nursery rhyme there. Well, that's, that's what the Bible says. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, so you're saying yeah. the Bible's a nursery rhyme? No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good deal. I mean, I guess you could kind of make a little nursery rhyme out of it. They make those little kids' books. They make songs. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. It's a good one. I do love that one. <laughs> good one. It is a good one. Hide it under a bushel. No! Kind of let it shine. I'm going to let it shine. So that's my verse. That's my, and just the idea, I love it. God knew we needed the book. What do you imagine? We needed the book, right? And and what did he do? Right off the bat, he gave us the um, the the first part of the book says those words. He's like, we're going to start here. What do you imagine when you imagine the Holy Spirit hovering? I did, so Carrie and I were talking about that too. I imagine. The big water-covered earth, it's dark, mm-hmm. but just enough mm-hmm. to see, enough light to see. And I imagine this gassy vapor that's sort of colorful a little bit and and is just hovering right over the water like 10 feet above it. That's what I imagine. Mm-hmm. Carrie, Carrie's like, no, the earth is small and God's huge presence. She sees him huge. And and hovering over over a vast mm-hmm. span of surface level. It'd be a cool discussion to have. <clears throat> we probably ought to start our podcast though. Probably be a good <laughs> idea. But man, I could go too far uh, down this trail. Like, but the podcast uh material is gonna be good. That's gonna be good. That's just as fun too. So Gabe, 
Henry. Let me tell you, we've all been there. One way or another. We commit a sin, then we cover it up with another sin by lying. We get lazy. Lazy to gluttony. I'm going to pop these cheese, cheese it's in my mouth. I'm going to go grab me some chips and some queso. You know, you're like digging through your coverage. You're just being a slack jaw and just <laughs> porking it up, putting your favorite TV show on, you know, the wife's out of town. Next thing you know, laziness leads to gluttony. And idle hands. Right, and idle hands, yep. The list goes on and on, the downward spiral until things have spun out of control. And we have to ask ourselves, what the heck happened? Amen to that. Where did that come from? How am I in this hole that feels bottomless when just a day ago I was worshiping God just <laughs> yesterday? And now here I am. In a nightmare. And it's like you're looking, you know, it's like you're at the bottom of the the Batman cave that he fell down, you know, uh-huh. and, and the bats are coming in there. That well. They're just pelting you from every side and you're... There, you can see the light. It's out there at the top of the yeah. of the well that you're stuck in the bottom at. I can see that. And you're just trying to figure out. It's like you're laying. It's like you just got choke slammed. Yeah. And you're not sure what happened. You can't even think. What 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 led to this? Yeah. I was in the house of the Lord yesterday. I mean, yeah. you think of that. You know, you're in you're in the house of the Lord, and you're worshiping. And we all, we've talked about it before. We feel like we're never going to sin again. Ah. This is the greatest Sunday that I've ever been a part of. <laughs> I'm never going to screw up again. My wife's going to be so happy because I'm going to keep it real. I'm she's just going to be man. blessed. You know, and then next thing you know, you, you think you, you think your wife, she, she makes a little tone to her voice when she says something you know you think you did something nice to her. you you get a little tone from you now you're irritated uh-huh. now you're irritated she might not have meant anything by it but oh yeah i heard that tone in her voice you know it's monday it's not sunday anymore it's she's monday. not respectful to me it could even be right out of church you're headed to dinner you know hey hey uh you want to go eat a hofbrow yeah that'd be all right oh nothing i ever say is good enough You know, that little thought creeps into your head. Now you're grumpy. Now you're driving. Somebody cuts you off. Honk. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. now you're throwing up shade on them. You know, then you get to, you get to the restaurant. Cute little gal walks by. You peek over and you're like, oh, she's cute. You're not guarded the way you should have been. Next thing you know, just you start spiraling. The downward spiral. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yep. And then before you know it, months have gone by and you're still, you haven't addressed it. You're, it's simmering, it's simmering. Mm-hmm. Some girl at work starts flirting with you. Starts giving you the attention that you don't feel like you're getting from your wife. Next thing you know, your hands bump. You feel a little spark that you shouldn't be feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're laying flat on your back in a bed you shouldn't be in, thinking, what the heck happened? Yeah. It just, it can sneak, it's sneaky. Yeah. Satan's not generally in your face. Yeah, no. No, he's not. He's going to be sneaky. And you're laying there. It's not that you don't love God. It's not, it could be even that you don't love your wife. Or not even, not even be that you don't want to love your wife. You're not sure what you weren't guarded. It started with a little prick. You weren't guarded. Hurt your spirit or flip that around to, to husband. You know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know, flip that around to 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 little, you know, pricks with your, you know, to a relationship with your children. Next thing you know, you don't have a relationship. And they don't want anything to do with you. Whatever the case may be yeah. because of a little prick. And you can't, you try to tra- trace things back. You can't even figure out what happened. That's How sin. Get yeah, it's sin. Yeah. I'm buried. I'm in the bottom of this well. Or it could be something not that drastic. But you're just... Well... I'm going pretty extreme there straight sin, out the chute. But sin, sin just... is drastic. Yeah. Sin is drastic. Yeah. And we should make no mistake about it. Sin... We don't... I don't believe we fully understand sin. And the depths and the grip that it 
has. Yeah. <laughs> sin is, it's, we recognize it as the things that God told us about it. It's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Don't murder somebody, you know. But the 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 deep grip that sin has is subtle and long lasting. It 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 doesn't go away. It's persistent. Mm-hmm. It pursues, and it and it is just we're basically immersed in it. We're born into sin. The Bible says sin does seek us out. And it's just, it's deep. We, we just imagine it in the forms of mm-hmm. the Ten Commandments that say, mm-hmm. thou shalt have no God before me. Thou shalt not create a false idol or image of, of gods. And, and as simple as that. But the depths of it, man, they're a thousand feet deep. Mm-hmm. And they have backing and support. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think sin is as simple as we imagine it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a. You remember that book? I know you do. I think you're the one that told me about it, maybe. But the oath. Yeah, that's, that's what I we're sitting here say that. imagining. Yeah, and that's man. I man, I need to go back and read that. Yeah, read. I, the I don't oath, think I've read it and pro- read it in probably 15 years. But it starts out as this little black sludge. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, like a little black spark right right, right where their heart is. Yeah, it's like this greasy. It's a Christian Slimey. fiction book by Frank Peretti, The Oath. Yeah. Now, I am going to go back and that's going to be the next oh, yeah. uh, fiction book that I read. But this little black sludge, and then it starts to grow. Yep. And then it starts to grow, and it stinks. Yep. It gets a stench about it. Gets on your and hands. And they're trying to cover it up, and they're trying to cover it up, and it just grows and grows and grows, and it ends up, I think it... If I remember right, it ends up engulfing them. And they like end up turning into this dragon or something like that. I don't remember. But it's, it's dragon. But the whole stuff. idea, the whole concept, is that the sin starts to engulf. It spreads, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we're talking about here. Is it starts to spread? You know, if you're not on your guard, you ask, "How did you end up here?" We're we're gonna. The fact is, the truth is that we are broken. We talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if you if you you have to be on the guard daily against that's how you up, end up there. Because look, okay, so Sunday Sunday, and the wife says, "Oh yeah, that'll be okay," you know, and you get the thought, mm-hmm. uh, "Nothing I ever think is good enough," right? Maybe you have that thought all day. But you get up the next morning and you make a decision how I'm going to start my day. We've talked about that a little bit before. Uh-huh. And you can make the choice. I'm going to start my my day out with ESPN Radio. Or you can start your day out with Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, mm-hmm. heaven and earth. Are filled with your glory. Mm-hmm. What are you going to start your day out with? Yep. Where do you start? Every single day. When we get up. I was talking with Jen that, uh, uh, yesterday. And and uh, we were talking about different business stuff we got going on. We're working on and having meetings and putting more time into that and trying to make sure stuff is on track. And Jenny was like, well, you know, she's like, yeah, um, I can I can get there earlier, and she's talking about all this, talking about getting to work earlier. And she was like, "But I I have to make sure to have my time with God. It's so important, mm-hmm. you know." After all that, she was like, "the The most important thing was how she starts her day with the Lord. But if it's just otherwise, forget about it. You're gonna you're gonna be jacked. You know, you're gonna be screwed. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be a downward spiral. You know, we're going to have crap days yeah that is a matter of fact it's a nasty broken world we live in and we are nasty broken people the bible says our righteousness is filthy rags in the nostrils of god we just are we're bad we're bad we're bad at being perfect that's not gonna happen (laughs) so that's okay have some grace at yourself just understand that have some grace with yourself and then get up the next day and so what so what? My wife, I'm doesn't think I'm perfect. Guess yeah. what? I don't think she's perfect. 
Because we're not perfect. The Bible says we're not perfect, and that's okay. Yeah. So what if she doesn't think everything that I say is right or yeah. good? Or I don't know what she's dealing with. You know. You, you, but well, the the fact is, is that if you're basing your emotional and spiritual value on what anybody but God thinks about you, therein lies the problem. It's God that matters, not people. And that's how sin mm-hmm. sin starts to work is it takes, of course, it takes your eyes off God. Yeah. You get your eyes off Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Well, it's easy to fall to the... To the Even one day of getting your eyes off. Yeah. It, it doesn't take much. Yeah. But you take your eyes off the master. Yeah. You got a problem. That's where Satan sneaks in. I like the way Carmen put it. So keep your eyes on the creator, man, and not on his creation. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know? There's so many where distractions. You're, you're right. Where are your eyes focused at? Yeah. What, where, where are your eyes pointing at? I, I like circling back around to it. Um, you you imagine how ang- or how murder happens. Murder, murder happens well, all the time. Well, we've gone extreme right? on this show. Yeah, hit it. Well, yeah, it's an. Ex- we're talking about sin. That's reality. It's reality. It's and, reality. And we're talking about the worst type of evil. The the, the evil. Pure, we're talking about evil. Yep. So I mean, you, you. I mean, when you're talking about evil, you're talking about everything that is against God. Mm-hmm. And and murder is. Uh, these are these are horrible things. Mm-hmm. Affairs, mm-hmm. murder, robbery, burglary. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. all of it, violence. So you murder is, of course, easy to put your finger on. Mm-hmm. You murdered a human. That's pretty deep. Mm-hmm. When Cain murdered Abel, it was that there was a depth to it, a shocking, a shock and awe that happened with the first murder of history. But you look at it and you go, "That's the the Bible says, don't sin or don't murder. Right? Thou shalt commit no That's murder." Right. Yep. Well then, but it's not like Cain just walked up to Abel and murdered him for no reason. The downward spiral started. It was with a downward spiral. Jealousy. Yeah. It started with yeah, jealousy. Yeah. He, he got his feelers hurt. He got his little yep. feelers hurt. Then what happens? You you're jealous Did first. Little feelers hurt. Then after jealousy, well, well, let's, I guess. Hey, you even back it up. Envy. Mm-hmm. Envy. Led to jealousy. Mm-hmm. Jealousy probably led to anger. Mm-hmm. And anger led to murder. So that downward spiral that we're talking about, look at that. All of these things, you imagine just murder. No, no. There were a lot more sins in line before murder showed up. There were a lot more. And all of it because Cain desired Something that he didn't have at the moment because he wasn't looking at God. He didn't have his heart straight. He didn't have his heart straight. He let his guard down. I mean, yes, it's as simple as that. His guard was down. I think. I think of the the you know the Enterprise. Yeah. Um. When they're when they're in Star Trek Two, the Wrath of Khan. Uh huh. Yeah. And they're they're going at it, and and Excelsior, which is the ship that Khan commands, is sitting there. Not Excelsior. Or not Excelsior. Uh, what was it? What was that? Anyway, who cares? Yeah, yeah, whatever. The the, the ship that's <laughs> yeah, Excelsior was the new ship. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, so anyway, but uh, a couple of nerds. I guarantee you, Miles is is saying the name of the yeah, ship that Con was, and he's uh, mad that we're not getting it right. Now. And hopefully, some of our listeners out there. Know oh yeah, too. all the cool ones. I anyway. hope the cool all the, the cool, cool listeners know what uh, they know what that up. ship is. So anyway, so if you do, put it on the Facebook page. But they're sitting there battling. And and Khan's like they're ripping the Enterprise apart, and uh, and I'm still in the back of my mind trying to think of the name of that darn ship. Keep but, focused. So anyway, they're they're trying to neg- they're now negotiating the surrender and all this, and and they're working on getting the codes to pull down the shield. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. of of Khan's ship. Yeah, because it was a Federation ship. Yeah. And so they do, and all of a sudden, boop, 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 the shields, shields start coming down, down on that ship, and they just start Blast launching on butt. it, blasting on it. Oh, yeah. But that's what it reminds me of. Victorious. Satan's sitting there trying to get our shields down. Yep. 
He's looking if for our the shields code. are up, he's looking for the code. He's looking for the code, what it can take. Like, do we, you know, oh, Henry, man, I'm a movie buff. All right, let's You're a movie, movie buff, right? Yeah. So that could be the code to get my shield down. I'm going to get Henry, rather than having him in his scripture, Yep, I'm gonna get him to scratch, uh, get him distracted. Scratch his head. Yes, to scratch his <laughs> head. The panda. I'm gonna get him distracted with numbers. I like I've recently picked up the series Numbers. Okay, which is a phenomenal TV series from okay. the uh, from the early 2000s. I think really good. Okay. And clean, you know. Oh, that team of brilliant people. Who- no, it's not a team. No, no, that was different. No, it's the one guy, the kid that, the, it's the two brothers. One's an FBI agent and one's a, a math genius. All right. And he, okay. he uses numbers to help him solve crimes and all this, help his brother solve these different crimes. It's really cool. Okay. And, and clean. Uh, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But, mm-hmm. but is that my code? We know I love movies and, yeah. and TV shows. Is that my code? Uh-huh, exactly. Is that the code Satan's using to, to get well, why don't you, you just watch some numbers? Plop over here and get you some numbers. You and look just at, dive into this, you know, they call it binge watching. Yeah. Yeah. Back to back episodes. Why don't, why don't you dive in over here? Next thing you know, I'm not in the word. Murder she wrote has been I'm not in prayer. Not again, not to say that these things are wrong, but man, you better keep those things in check. You better keep your shield up. It's an opportunity to distract you from God in your relationship with him, which is ultimately everything we're here for and everything we will be when we die and we pass on from this life and move on to the next in heaven. We'll be with him at all times and no distraction. I can't wait. And I I love that that idea that you're kind of putting in there of Satan trying to test and and get the code, get the shields down. Another one that came to mind was uh, Jurassic Park. You got those velociraptors. Oh, yes. Those velociraptors. Pent in by that cage. They test, they're testing the yep. parameters of yep. their cage. Yeah, that's and good. And they're constantly, they're constantly thinking and learning and finding out where's the weak spot so they can escape. Mm-hmm. And Satan's constantly testing all these uh, sins out on yep. us to find out where our weak spots are. And... And and then he finds a little one. I always caught. I tell people with drug use. Mm. Talk about drugs since we're being heavy and for real mm-hmm. on this podcast. It's getting real. People say there ain't nothing wrong with marijuana. I'm like, there's all. It's called a gateway I, drug. That's a good yo, point. Yo, yo. Yeah, yeah. Stealing my thought. I'm just in agreement with you. You look at so. it and you go, all right, marijuana, light. It is a gateway drug. It's like, you know. Oh, In some it, states, it's it, legal. It comes, it's legal. Yeah, just because legal. Standard, by the standard, standard of the world. world. Don't make it right. I'm yeah. like, stop it. You know what the standard of the world Alcohol. is today? Yeah. So marijuana, I'm like, you know, they go, well, I'm not using meth, crystal meth. Yeah. I'm not using cocaine or yeah. heroin or all the other varieties of drugs out there. And I'm like, do you not see this? Can you not see this? You enjoy not using that drug because yeah. it takes away, it takes you out of who you are. Yep. And you're you're running from it. Can you not see that you're running from your life? You're running from reality. Mm. And instead of letting it hit you hard, fully in the chest and in the face, and you learn, you learn and you grow in the Lord. But then that, but so that that marijuana is so light. It's it's so it's you know it's it doesn't do to you what these other ones do. Mm. And the next thing you know, mm-hmm. you're trying out the next drug that gives you, you're just like, well, heck with it. Let me just try that. And and you suddenly get addicted to that. And someone else comes along and goes, hey, have you tried this? Look at the chain reaction. The catalyst was that marijuana. Yeah. And, uh, or alcohol, you know, just all of this distractions to keep you from God, but it's a chain reaction it's of a, this sin. That leads to a led, downward spiral. Led to that one, yeah. led to that one, and Satan's just rubbing his hands together. You're laying on your back by a choke slam. Yeah. Looking up. Looking up, wondering what happened. How did I get so far? And then one day you wake up to mm-hmm. a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And you wonder what just happened. Yeah. How did, I, how did this happen? I feel so ashamed of what I've allowed my life to mm-hmm. become. Well, here's a thought, Gabe. Not it doesn't it doesn't just affect us either. 
It affects our loved ones. It affects those around us. Absolutely. It affects, you know, we go down these Sin. downward spirals. Sin. And then, and then once we go down this downward spiral, we lash out, we neglect, we walk away from the people that we're supposed to protect. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, that starts their downward spirals, especially as men. Let's just say, especially as husbands, uh-huh. leaders, where where it's our responsibility to take the fall, to to take the lashes, to love to love our wives as Christ loves the church, uh-huh. which means to take the lashes, to take the beatings, to do it, to do whatever it Lay takes to protect them. Now we've gone down this downward spiral, and we're. And we're 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 affecting those around us. Well, how about you know? the mama, the mama who who's investing that time in the kids every day? That that I, you know, with Carrie, she's she sees the kids a lot more than mm-hmm. I do. She's in a leadership role in that way more than I, more time than I am. Right. So say she's going down a, a downward spiral, and she's she. It's funny because our it's not funny. It's not funny it's at all. But interesting. Yeah. Our downward spirals can lead other people down spirals as well. Yeah. And and create this And again, yeah, think about this. Satan's rubbing What's a, his hands what's a spiral? What's the most dev- devastating spiral you can think of? Tornado. Exactly. And it leaves a wake. It leaves a just a wake a trail of destruction, of destruction, a trail of yep. destruction and in its fear. Path. And, and that's what these spirals are like, tornadoes. I mean, these things are like freaking tornadoes in the lives of those around us. Yeah. I mean, you you just think about that. You get up in the morning and you start your day off wrong. It's your responsibility. It is nobody else's responsibility yeah. but yours. Amen. If you're Amen listening to, to this show, it's your responsibility. If I'm sitting here talking about it, it's my responsibility. It's nobody else's responsibility but mine to get up in the morning and to, to, to trash any spirals to take whatever spirals I've got going on to recognize them and get them in the trash as quick as I can. Choke slam them. Choke slam them. Choke slam them. I'm like, I love that. Yeah. It's your responsibility. It's our responsibility. I like it. I like it because you're a big guy. And I imagine you choke slamming. Oh, choke slam crap. And and, you know, that's the cool thing. I think about whenever I, uh, here was a downward spiral. Like I, I smoked for 27 years. Well, smoke and vape combined about 27 years. Oh yeah. And what did I do? What did I do to that vapor? Whenever I <laughs> finally, I was so mad that it gripped you. That it had this grip on me. Mm-hmm. It just became such a realization that I had. I had. Um, so so I had. I had. It had quit working on me the night before at about 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And back then, I, I would go to bed about one or two in the morning. So I'm panicked. Like, there's nobody selling vapors. Isn't it embarrassing? At that time of night. Panicking. Oh, yeah. I'm freaking vapor. out. I mean, I have this emergency panic as if I'm about to die at the thought of not having it because I can't go back to cigarettes. Uh-uh. So I'm freaking out. And I just I got mad in that moment. I thought, you idiot. You have let this thing take control over you. Yeah. And I thought, that's it. I am done. I am done with this crap. Yeah. And that was October 8th (laughs) of 2019. Yes. And and it was 11 o'clock. I was like, okay, that's a good decision, but you better go to bed right now then. (laughs) (laughs) At least sleep through this part. Yep. So I got up the next morning and I drove home or I drove to work, went to work and I'm, I'm working, I'm staying busy, man, it, our jobs are a little stressful and uh-huh. it was very nice having that little puff puff right there at my desk, Poof, yep. you know, yep. you know, <laughs> a little flume of, of, of vapor. And, um, and so about 12 o'clock I'm like, okay, I got to get out of the office so I, I'm, but now I'm still mad about the whole thing. So I drive back home and I go into my bedroom and it was laying on the nightstand next to my bed. I grab that stupid thing. 
I walk out to the to the uh, driveway, and I just choke slammed it. Boom! Bam! Boom! Onto the concrete, mm-hmm. just to make a, a statement in my mind. You don't get to have any say so in my life. Yeah. And I mean, I slammed the crap out of it. Exploded on the ground and flew all the way across the alley into the neighbor's garage driveway door. and slammed into their garage <laughs> door and and you know kind of I mean I slammed that thing. I said no moss. Yeah. No moss. It is our decision. Yeah. We have got to take control over it. Resist it in the name of Jesus Christ. Get control over that stupid spiral. It's our responsibility. And then, you know, it, then, but we've got to do it on a daily basis because well, it's I've, not going to, it's not always going to be as obvious as that. I've got a neat little thing. Um, you know, I smoke cigars mm-hmm. and uh, then black and milds. And the problem is that I inhale them. Mm-hmm. They're good. Yeah. They're good. I feel bad because I got you on them. I'm thinking it was going to yeah. be a, you know, a thing we could get away with where we would just yep. enjoy that. So, um, about four or five days ago, I did go and get patches. It's these little nicotine patches that I'm wearing that sticks to my side, and they put nicotine in you to help you to quit. Yeah, you for that. And I'm here's doing, my, yep, my slow clap. Yep, I'll take a slow clap because that it's hard. It is difficult, and I've enjoyed it, it for about easy. 16, mm-hmm. 17 years now, and um, you know. I'm stepping out and I'm going, all right, we got to do something. This is not right. It's not good. And it's had a long grip on me. And I'm sick of it. I, I don't like it. I, I'm knowledgeable mm-hmm. about how all the different ways that it is wrong and what it does to my life. Yeah. And it does not belong. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm scared. I'm kind of nervous. On the way over here, I always smoke on my cigar, and I made up my mind to not bring it with me, yeah. to not yeah. to not do that. And it's a step at a time in the right direction and a choosing. It's a choice. All of these things are a choice. Yeah, that's and, right. And it's, it's one of the it, – I mean, it's basically – it's it's what God wanted so he could have true relationship with us, with yep. us to have choice. Yep. And – um, those who choose him get the fullness of him and those who don't it's just a torment a lifelong torment and then a, a ultimately an eternal lifelong torment or a, mm-hmm. not even lifelong it's death long torment and so um, I just you know all, all the all the, the ways that sin leads sin begets sin it just it has a profound effect on your life with each choice of sin. You know, that's a good point. Like you're talking about how sin begets sin. Well, well, righteous decisions beget righteous decisions as well. That's a great point. You know. That is a great point. You have the downward spiral. Yeah. But, but you know, you start climbing that ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Get that ladder out and start climbing that ladder out of that well. One step after the another. One righteous step leads to another righteous step. Uh-huh. And you start climbing your butt out of that hole. Yeah. And you start climbing your rear end out of that well. Get your eyes on him. I'll always think about what Focus you your said. eyes on him, yes. The journey away from God can be a thousand miles, but the journey back is one step. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Put your eyes back on him. And, and watch and see how things change. Yeah, I love that. That uh, you, you do. That's true. You help. You help somebody out with something, or you pray for somebody. You do want to pray for somebody else after that. Yeah. Who else can we pray? It for? It creates righteous habits within your life that lead to a more consistent walk with Christ. Yes. To where yes. you you have less problem with these spirals. I'm so glad you pointed that out because that is. The idea of this one is really to impact and to convey mm-hmm. to, to anybody listening that sin, sin is so destructive mm-hmm. and on a level you can't understand mm-hmm. or comprehend. And but turning it, turning that needle over to the other side, so is righteousness. It is. 
that that's you're you're gonna find so much freedom by going the other way too choosing God doing right putting on the armor of God yeah. to keep sin out so you can keep God in and it, the 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 effect is uh what's it what's it investments when you invest in a stock and your money starts that money makes money and that money makes money compound effect compounding yeah compounding the effect a, is a compounding, compounding yep. effect this is how God works, and of course, it's the yep. it's the universal rules that yep. God put into yep. place when He created yes. every bit of this. Yes, there's a compounding effect for Satan and for or for God. Mm-hmm. And which way are you going? Which way are you leaning? And as a Christian, we know we know we're always looking for a way to be closer to God and to grow in Him. Yep. But uh, we also know there's a Satan out there, mm-hmm. and he, the devil is just running rampant, and he's got a grip on the majority of the population of this That's planet. Right. Yeah. And don't be a fool. Don't be yeah. fool and blind to that. He is clever, people. He's clever. Yeah. It, 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 look, the, the simple fact is, and we may not like this, and it doesn't matter if we like this, he's smarter than us. There is no question oh, yeah. there. He is smarter than us. He is has got way more experience by thousands of years than we do. I mean, if nothing else, that makes him smarter than us. He's smarter. He's a great strategist. He is good at getting our shields down. Yep. And he is good at dropping us with a choke slam if we stay guarded. Because if we're guarded, then greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Yep. He's got no chance. Christ is our shield. Yep. God is our shield and our fortress, our refuge. Our shepherd. Right? Yep. So if we're taking shelter under the wings of the Almighty, we're good to go. Come on. But if we are, like you said earlier, if we've got our sights shifted onto the wrong things, well, we ain't got what it takes. And that's our choice. And that's how that spiral happens. Mm-hmm. But the way out is simply to drag our torn and weary self under the wings of the Almighty. Get back to protection. Withdraw to the wings of the Almighty. I, I have one tattoo, Gabe. Mm-hmm. And that tattoo... Is is very symbolic to me. I didn't get it till I was thirty four. Idiot through my twenties. I've talked about that, um, and and uh, it wasn't until my thirties that I that I felt like I was a finally a man. But I, one of the one of the only smart decisions I made in my twenties. I wanted all kinds of du- you know not not necessarily dumb tattoos, but just not meaningful. Not yeah. would have been cool then. I would be upset about having them now. You would have outlived them. I'd hate them right now. Oh yeah. And so I made the wise decision. Until you're a, a mature person, you don't get to have a tattoo. I mm-hmm. put I just put that discipline on myself. And that was wise. So I got one when I was 34, and it was of the my our, our producer drew it out and designed it and came up with it. Yeah. In fact, when we were doing the first uh, incarnation of, of this, of, of Talk the Walk, yeah, we were trying to come up with a logo for it. And so he drew this out, and, and for whatever reason, we didn't choose it. And he was like, Mo, this could be your first tattoo. Mm-hmm. You know, Miles has quite a few tattoos. Mm-hmm. And so he's a musician. That's what musicians do. But he, uh, and so I thought, oh my gosh, you're right. And so here's what it is. It's an ichthys, a, a beautifully drawn golden ichthys, um, which, which for those of you that don't know, is the symbol that, that Christians would draw of a fish. You see it on cars, you know, Christians would draw that as a symbol to each other when they were at the persecuted church uh, so that they could know that, they both, that each were Christians and nobody else knew what that sign was. So it was the fish. That represents Christ. Um, and then there's a tattered, torn Christian flag on it, which, of course, re- represents Christians, which more specifically in this case is me. Um, torn, beaten from all my own doings, my own decisions, resting on Christ. And the only way it stays up is from resting on Christ. And that's so that's the one tattoo I have. Maybe I'll put a picture of it on yeah. on social media yeah. for this. Give that to Sherry, who's been awesome. 
and and uh, yeah. she keeps that stuff going, and we're appreciative. Yeah. Um, but that is that is how we get out. We go back. We rest on Christ, and that is how we stay out. As we do that daily. It's so funny how Satan uses depression or fear to get me. Yeah, we're about out of time, but um, I'll be sitting there driving down the road sometimes under a cloud of fear and anxiety yeah. about anything in life, and uh, it's so cool. It's the coolest thing, Henry, because as I'm rolling down the road in this. This dark cloud is over me and I feel gripped, like you said. All of a sudden, it occurs to me, call on his name. And I do. Jesus, help me. It's almost Mm -hmm. instantaneous. It is instantaneous. Mm -hmm. As soon as I say, Jesus, help me, be with me. That's right. Jesus, be with me. Dude, I feel lifted immediately. That cloud loses its complete power. And I, next thing I know, I'm just I'm going. Why did I wait? Why did I let this get so far before I called on the name of Jesus? Why did I do it again? Mm-hmm. It snuck up on me mm-hmm. because Satan is Satan. Mm-hmm. But I'm a Christian. Call on His name mm-hmm. and watch it just dissipate right in front of your eyes. Yeah, yeah. That sin does not have to grip you. Yeah. Call on His name. Do That's it, right. Do it right then whenever you feel it. When you feel all those things that we described earlier yep. is that those sins slowly creep in on you. Yeah. Call him. On that note, David called on, and, and this is what kind of shows his heart for God. The Bible says he was man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. Psalm 51, after the Bathsheba sin. Oh, we were going to talk about how he spiraled, but we don't have time. Yeah. Uh, but if you follow the trail, man, David David spiraled and ended up leading to, to you his say sin. In Thirty seconds. Sin, sin with Bathsheba. David's on his roof having a nice, people peaceful evening. Yep. He becomes a peep and tom. You know, kind of catches a <laughs> catches a glimpse of Bathsheba getting her bath on. Yep. And uh, he ends up sending for her. Ends up having doing naughty things with her just in case there are kids listening. Um, that leads to pregnancy and that leads to him deciding he's going to get, cover it up, cover up the sin and her husband is too just and therefore it doesn't work. And therefore he makes sure it has her husband murdered. Boom. Talking about a downward spiral. Yeah. Talking about laying on your back, staring up at the sky. What just happened? Yeah. So after all is said and done and, and he definitely goes through it. This is his prayer. To God, um, he says, have mercy on me according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me against you. You only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in my sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth, in in truth, in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Speaking of broken bones. Yeah. Hide your face from my sins, blot out my iniquities, create in me a clean heart, O God, renew in me an upright spirit. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltlessness, O God. O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your greatness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, you will not despise. I mean, talk about repentance. Yeah. Yeah. And that was my scripture. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. Yeah. A broken and contrite heart, 
oh God, you will not despise. Yeah. Get broken, get contrite. Yeah. Enjoy your broken spirit, embrace it. Go before the Lord, repent, and be free. And be free. Know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And Satan's all about change. Oh, yeah. God's all about lies, 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 lies. Well, that was good. That was good. I enjoyed it, Gabe. As did I. Great discussion. Thanks for being here with me. here all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we could. I don't know if everybody else would stick around, but we could. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I got a text saying, yo, yo, Where you did at? you forget Ooh. we got stuff we got to do today? Yeah, you know who I'm that like, was. Ooh, crud. Well, let's pray then. Let's do it. Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness and your grace. Father, thank you for saving us from our own downward spirals. Lord, we pray that you help us to keep our eyes focused on you, the creator, and not on your creation. We love you. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen.